Welcome to Abiding Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently airing a series on the Holy Spirit titled, The Missing Person. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. So turn your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. You can also cue your finger in Acts chapter 19. We'll be there as well. Notice verse 13, John chapter 16, verse 13. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and will tell you of things to come. So he guides us into all truth. It clarifies it in verse 14. He says, he will glorify me and he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. Jesus, of course, is the way, the truth, and the life. And he takes the things of Jesus and he declares them to us. Now, to get a little bit more clarity on this, let's jump back to chapter 14, two two chapters back, verse 25. He spoke about this earlier. He says in John chapter 14, verse 25, These things I have spoken to you while being present with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to you remembrance all things that I said to you. He's going to lead you into all truth. He's going to remind you of everything. Now, I've run into Christians that think, well, if the Holy Spirit's in you, then you should agree with every other Christian that has the Holy Spirit. How'd that work out? (laughs) Not so good. Okay, we still see through a glass darkly, right? We're not there yet. You know, when that which is perfect has come, Jesus establishes his kingdom, then we will see clearly. But now it's still a little bit confusing to us. And so the Holy Spirit... He takes the things that are of Him and He declares them to us. In other words, He illuminates Jesus to us in our lives. He speaks truth to us. He convicts us sometimes, as Christians even. He'll tell you, hey, don't be doing that. And also, when the apostles went to write the Word of God, when they went to write the New Testament, He reminded them all the things that Jesus had said. The Spirit is the one who reminded them. That's why they could recall the conversation so clearly. Because the Spirit of God was working in them. You realize that the book that we hold in our laps, or you hold in your lap and I hold in my hand, is not just a good book, not just a a good book about God or a good spiritual guide or anything like that. It is literally the Word of God, written on pages. This is what the Bible has to say about that. 2 Peter 1, verse 20 Peter says, no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation, for prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. And so the Holy Spirit spoke these things to the men in the Old Testament. But also notice 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. It says, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. In other words, that, that Greek means breathed of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instructions in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. This means that this God-breathed book that we have in here was written by, guess who? The Holy Spirit. 
And he primarily speaks to people, when he speaks to people, he primarily speaks to people through his word. But guess what? He is never going to say anything. He's never going to speak into anybody's life or say anything that is contrary to what this Bible says. And so don't you think it might be a good idea to know what this Bible says? So that you can put that word in your heart that you might not sin against God and that the Spirit can use it, that He can bring it back to remembrance when you need it. I was at Denny's one time talking to a friend, Lee, who wasn't a Christian, and I was sharing the gospel with him and he ended up getting saved but what was cool and what did it this was amazing what did it was he asked this really difficult question what about this and I don't think I ever would have known how to answer that question except it was like a week earlier I was reading my bible and I came across a verse and I wish I remembered what verse it was this is 25 years ago but I I was reading this verse and I it was like what it's like the spirit confused it I couldn't even understand what it was talking about. I read it like 20 times. I read it again and again and again and again. And I remember closing my Bible and saying, God, you know what this means? Will you just show me what this means? He asked this question. Boom. That verse was the answer. Well, the Bible says, and I could quote it because I'd read it so many times. And I just laid it on him. He's like, oh, yeah. You know, I could even tell him where it was. The Holy Spirit uses us in those types of ways. And that's, it's, it is important. Now, I do want to say this. There are some really crazy things coming out of the church right now. Very crazy things. And, and I want to preface this with, these are brothers and sisters in the Lord. And I think that all of us are prone to works of the flesh and doing things we shouldn't be doing. But groups like the New Apostolic Reformation, Bethel, International House of Prayer, they make great music and we love to sing their music. But some of the things that they allow to happen within the confines of their church are a little bit off. They, they directly contradict the Word of God or they, just, they do things that aren't in the Word of God at all. You know, I know that the, the New Apostolic Reformation practices simony. You can actually buy the position of an apostle, which is completely against the Word of God. Remember what Paul, Paul said, or Peter said to Simon, let your money perish with you for the gift of God cannot be purchased. You know, but they practice that. And, and then others, you know, they, they do, you know, I, the, the pastor of the church in Bethel, Steve Johnson, or is it Steve Johnson? I get it, it doesn't matter. Bill Johnson, Bill Johnson, thank you. The pastor of the Church of Bethel, he actually said this. He said, you know, and it was in a news interview with Christianity Today, he says, I know that not everything that happens in our church is legitimate. But we don't want to hinder anybody to express themselves however they want to express themselves in the Spirit. And when I was reading that, the Spirit spoke to me and said, that does hinder Because if there is no basis, no guideline, no this is what we want to hold to, and if it doesn't match up with this, we don't allow it, then anything goes. Man, if I was the devil, I would love that church. I mean, like any crazy experience, look at that guy's not saved. Let's make some cool experiences happen and just watch it go. And that's exactly what takes place in those places. When there is no guideline within the Word of God and the boundary is God's Word, then then we find ourselves getting in trouble. And we, guys, we bring a lot of people into our church that have been in those churches, those types of churches, and they are beat to a pulp 
because person after person that says, I have a word of the Lord for you. And they say this stuff to people and there's no guideline, there's no boundary. And they're just abused because they thought that that was God speaking, but it wasn't. And how sad it is to have to be abused like that because they didn't hold this as their standard. You see people flopping around, barking, laughing, twitching, all sorts of odd behavior. You know, honestly, those things are works of the flesh. That's not the Spirit of God working. That's the work of the flesh. Many practices, actually, my, my friend Reggie, he's, he was African-American, so he kind of was into this, but he, he started doing research on this. Where did this Pentecostal behavior come from? And, and, you know, we kind of sourced it. It was sourced from kind of the black churches in the South. And so he started to do a little bit more research, and he found that many of the practices that Pentecostal churches still practice today actually were adopted from voodoo practices that were brought over from Africa. And so works of the flesh at best and works of another spirit at worst. We have to be careful about the things that we experience. If it doesn't look like what we see in the New Testament then we have to be concerned about that. But we shouldn't be worried about manifestations of the Spirit of God if they can match up with the biblical standard. If we see it in our Bibles and people are practicing those things, then then we don't have to be afraid of that. The Holy Spirit is not going to disagree with Himself. And the Bible says that everything should be done decently and in order and that the the fruit of the Spirit is self-control. He also says in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 that the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. In other words, you get to choose whether or not you're going to allow the spirit to speak through you or not. And if the spirit speaks something and wants you to say something, you can hold on to it. You don't have to say it right away. You, can, you don't get taken over. you know. And so all weird behavior within a, a church isn't the spirit of God, it is the individual. And that that should be alarming to us a little bit. So we should be okay with manifestations of the Spirit as long as they follow the book of Acts. Notice what he says in verse 14. John chapter 16, verse 14. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said, he will take of mine and declare it to you. So the Spirit doesn't speak of himself, but he declares the things of Jesus that Jesus gives to him. His job is to bring glory and honor to Jesus. And therefore, the Holy Spirit doesn't go to Holy Spirit meetings. He goes to Jesus meetings. He's a shy member of the, of the Trinity. That's why he goes missing so easy. Because his job is to declare Jesus. That's what Jesus said would be his job. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.